What's up, Elite Army? This is your kind of well, kind of toxic host, Sarah Rittendale, bringing you another episode of Well-ish. I feel self-love really struggles because of the opinions of other people. We get ideas about ourselves based on outside stimuli that tells us what good and bad is. And if we don't fall perfectly into that category, we feel like something is wrong with us. As soon as we don't meet a certain standard, we begin to mold ourselves into the standard that would have been good enough originally. And we truly believe that if we reach that certain standard that was set by another person's opinion, that we will feel good about ourselves, we'll be able to love ourselves. And this is why I think self-love gets so fucked up with the opinions of other people, because like we talked about yesterday, all of our thoughts and opinions really do come from outside sources. So when we're constantly hearing this negative shit all of the time told to us or about us or just even around us, it's not even directly indicated for our own person, but we hear it happening all around us, we automatically try to fit into that category so that we are good enough and we can truly love ourselves once we reach the state of good enough. This typically happens in three areas of our life, family, friends, significant others. Now, there's obviously other people that play a role into your opinions of yourself, like uh, parental figures, other adults, teachers, like that kind of thing. Anything somebody says to you at any point in time can absolutely be internalized. But the biggest reason why these three are so commonly what is going to impact your self-love when you hear another person's opinion of you is because these are the three people that you actually care what they have to say. Because you can picture if some homeless dude comes up to you on the street and starts calling you a fucking bitch. Yeah, you're going to get irritated and angry about that maybe, but you're not going to internalize that. Like, let's say he calls you a stupid bitch and you're not going to question your intelligence because this random man said that to you. But if somebody in your family, friends or significant other said that to you, you actually might begin to start questioning your intelligence on top of feeling offended that they would say something so blatant and rude. You know that those people in any three of those categories know you enough to maybe have that opinion of you and maybe they're seeing something that you don't. And so maybe you start to believe it. And maybe you think that that could be true because somebody else sees that in you. You must have done something enough times to make them think that your intelligence could be in question. I want to go over why you care in all three of these areas. And then I'm going to tell you guys some ways that you can start to let go of putting so much weight in other people's opinions and start putting more weight in your own opinion. Starting with your family, these are the people that typically know you the most. You've known them the longest, so it feels like they know every piece of your existence, which is typically why we put so much weight into their opinion, because we think of anybody, they know us. So if they see something negative in us or just make any general assumption about us, like saying, oh, well, you're going to grow up to be X, Y, and Z, then you feel you have to follow that path. Otherwise, you're going to disappoint them and you're not worthy of love because they know what's best for you. These are the first people who unconditionally love you until you grow up and realize that they too have conditions, especially when they treat you poorly. But because they are these people who love you unconditionally, you think for the most part, if you're in a semi-healthy situation, that they also have your best interest at heart. And they also, you know, know you and know what's best for you. So because they'll love you unconditionally, you think, well, they love me. So I guess I should probably listen to them. I guess whatever their opinion is, is probably accurate. 
something bizarre about families, too, is the generational ideas that have been passed down. If you come from a line of women who are independent and who don't care about external image, but you pop out of your mom and you do care, you think it's fun. Someone might tell you in more or less words that it's wrong to care about that. But based on external things that you've been exposed to, like pretty fashion and makeup and social media, you might care more than your grandma or great grandma would care. And then they gave those ideas to your mom. And maybe your mom cares a little bit, but not as much as maybe you care. But they're going to instill this idea in your head that caring makes you vain, materialistic, conceited, whatever their idea of it is. And you're going to carry these ideas that you're doing something wrong by caring about your outward appearance when really it's just something that you like because of the exposure in life that you've had is different than the exposure in life that they had. But because these ideas have been generationally passed down, it's like ingrained in you. It's just something that has always existed around you. You don't realize that it could be different. At first, that is because you just think this way and find it hard to love yourself for it, but then recognize that you can begin to incorporate your own ideas and develop your own personality and put your own opinion above the opinion of your family members. And it doesn't have to be that people are directly intentionally being mean to you. Like in this scenario, they're probably not saying it in a in a heart hurtful place. They're not tearing you down for being somebody that likes to care about their outward appearance. It's probably just through lessons that they would intentionally be teaching you compared to what a mom that might have always been a part of a family who does very much care about their outward appearance would be telling you. And, you know, you can decide for yourself what you view as healthy and not healthy, but a lot of the time that's based off of the thoughts and ideas that have been placed in our heads from outside sources and what you choose to do with the information that you take in. Maybe you want to care about external appearances. Maybe you have been in a family that cared so much about external appearances that you're like, fuck that shit. It doesn't matter what I look like. I don't care about any of that. It's about who I am inside. And then you break the generational curse and teach your kids something different. But that's the idea is it's just, it's not somebody intentionally trying to hurt you, but they give you these ideas of what right and wrong is. And you decide how to love yourself based off of those right and wrong things until you decide that you want to do something different. You want to do the thing that actually makes you feel good and not follow the same idea that makes you feel like you're constantly questioning yourself. As for your friends, I think they are who we spend the most time caring an unhealthy amount about what their opinion is because we've been in school with them for 13 years, working our asses off to fit in and be good enough and be cool and and not be made fun of. It's our first exposure to our social support system, to what it means to be in a community of like-minded people. You're not comparing yourself to your parents or your siblings. It's now people that are similar to you all in one arena fighting for hierarchy, (laughs) for lack of a better word. And the thing that happens with this is we're really building these habits inside of our mind that we have to reach this external result of having enough friends or being pretty enough or having the coolest boyfriend or saying the coolest things or doing the coolest things in order to be good enough for us to truly love ourselves. 
then you take that ideology that your friends are your basis for your social support network because they are definitely when you're a kid and then that continues into adulthood. And because our friends typically are a reflection of our own values and experiences and beliefs and are typically, you know, doing similar things, living similar lives to what we are because we have like interests and not interests, whatever you get what I'm trying to say, then it helps us shape our sense of self and it helps us shape our sense of belonging. And so when we're doing something outside of the norm or somebody gives us their opinion and and we care about that person and whether we care about them in a, oh my gosh, you're my best friend in the whole world. I love you kind of way. Or uh, I care about you because you drive me nuts. And it's not that you actually care about the person, but for whatever reason, their opinion can always just get the fuck under your skin. You care in whatever sense. And they say something and then you start to think, oh my God, like there's something wrong with me. My sense of self is in question because it doesn't fit in with the way that my friends think. As for our significant others, they can really cause so much fucking damage, especially when you are really in love with somebody and somebody's so kind to you and so great. And then the next moment they fucking reject you and you feel like you were just like tossed to the dirt. That can really impact you. But also even in a normal, I don't want to say healthy because if they're giving you negative opinions of you, that's probably not like it's probably not necessary, but in a normalish relationship and they give you their opinion, they subtly are making you feel like your relationship. They are subtly making you feel like there are pieces of you that can't be loved. And that's why I say normal-ish relationship, because more likely than not, this is not going to be the relationship that you end up in. It's going to be a relationship that they don't make you feel that great. Or maybe there's nothing that they're doing too sinister. Like maybe they're not cheating on you and manipulating you and being a fucking dick to you. Obviously, if they are, again, not a normal relationship and they're telling you pieces of yourself that you can't be loved either through words or through their actions. But it could also be a relationship that doesn't seem too bad, but it just doesn't give you all of the satisfaction and feelings of all of the ways that you could love yourself that a true, genuine, healthy relationship does. Their thoughts and feelings play such a huge role in our emotional well-being. And because they're your partner, they're typically who you look to for validation and understanding and support, making their opinion really impactful for you. So when they don't give you that support and validation and understanding, your immediate reaction is to question yourself. Again, caveman brain, you are fear, you are in fear of rejection and rejection means that you could be singled out and alone, kicked out of the tribe to wander the frozen tundra by yourself and die because you have no resources or food or protection that you do from having a community and at the very least having a mate. So now that we have a better understanding of why it is that you care so much, it's easier to understand how to put other people's opinions lower on the totem pole than your own opinion. And I word it that way is because I am not saying that it is about not giving a fuck. It is not about reaching the state of not caring. It's not about becoming this bad bitch that doesn't let anything phase her. It's an elite thing to give a fuck. It is an elite thing to care. It is what helps us have empathy and what helps us grow and feel support, collaborate, 
making our personal and social experiences just like a million times more rewarding. If you didn't care about anything, your life would be fucking boring. The objective is to not allow other people's opinions to take the driver's seat in your life. So it's figuring out how to overcome the opinions of other people and gain enough self-love to appreciate the opinions of other people, but not allowing the opinions of other people to influence your opinion of yourself. I think the most important thing is to trust that you know yourself. You have to trust that you know you best. When someone gives their opinion of you, you can remember to say, okay, and what do I think? And why do I think that? And is that true about me? Now, sometimes that works. And other times, it really doesn't. I can 100% picture somebody saying something to me like, let's just say, for example, Sarah, you take things too personally. I can completely picture me remembering to say to myself, okay, Sarah, they just said that to you. And that kind of like hit a piece in me that that made me feel like I'm questioning my self-love a little bit. And I asked myself, okay, what do I think? Do I think that I take things personally? And I can picture myself being like, well, yeah, based on things that have happened in my life in the past, I definitely take things personally sometimes. Why do I think that? Because I've had events in my life that I think that I get a little too worked up over after it's over and realize that maybe I took it more personally than I needed to and I should have just not cared so much. So yes, it is true. I do take things personally. And now I'm defensive and now I'm really taking it even more personally and and I'm upset about it and feeling like there's something wrong with me for taking things personally. All because I have this perception that taking things personally means that I am too sensitive and I have a perception that being too sensitive is bad. So in other words, somebody says, Sarah, you're taking things too personally. I hear, Sarah, you suck. (laughs) Here's what you can do instead. Tell yourself a definite truth that you know that you already believe, that you know that you can absolutely rely on, that's going to make you feel, that's going to make you feel confident and good instead of making you feel like shit. This can look like a couple different things. Continuing with my example of somebody telling me that I take things too personally, I can tell myself, yeah, I take things personally because in the past people have hurt my feelings and I didn't like how that made me feel. And so now I'm taking everything personally as a defense mechanism to prevent myself from being blindsided and getting hurt like I did in the past. You can say, I take things personally just enough. This person is actually hurting my feelings and just trying to downplay it by making it seem like it's not their fault. It's my fault that I feel this way. Or you can say, I don't take things personally. I know that to be true. And I know that this person just has a perception of me based on their own life experiences that has nothing to do with me. You have to tell yourself something that you will actually believe. Otherwise, it won't work. You won't be able to make yourself feel better, will yourself to feel better by telling yourself a bunch of bullshit. You have to tell yourself something that you'll actually believe. But instead of telling yourself things that you'll believe like, yeah, I probably do take things personally or telling yourself, yeah, they probably do think they probably do think I'm not intelligent or yeah, I probably am not intelligent. Tell yourself something that you can truly believe that will actually make you feel confident and feel good and feel like you can love yourself. 
When you are able to know your own truth, you will no longer care about other people's opinions of you, and your own truth will always continue to adapt and change and grow as you continue to adapt and change and grow. So if there's something that's happening in your life that you feel like, oh, well, maybe I do care a little bit too much about this, or you think somebody hit a nerve of an opinion of you of something that you would like to continue to develop, knowing that you are still learning and you are working on that thing and that you are always continuing to grow and adapt. And the biggest thing that matters in order to not care what they think is just you knowing who you are, knowing your own truth. Thanks so much for tuning in to day eight of the 28 days of self-love. Make sure to subscribe to the show so that you can come back tomorrow for day nine. We're going to be talking about the famous self-talk. And I'm excited because it's obviously based on this conversation. And if you've been listening to Wellish before the 28 days and even the 28 days, you know that I'm not a very big believer in positive self-talk. So I'm excited to talk to you guys about this because I think that it is actually really beneficial. Thank you so much again for listening. Make sure that your day kicks fucking ass and I will talk to you guys tomorrow. Bye guys. (laughs) Oh, <laughs>